Musical Insights. So this is Mark Cridlin here, and I'm chatting with Zach from Siblings of Us. How you doing, mate? Hello. It's nice to hear you. Hello. How are you? Good. All good. So um, just want to do a little intro. So what do you do in the band? Uh, so I basically, um, I just basically, I do all the um, synthesis, and um, I also program the lighting rigs as well. We bring our own lighting rigs along. So I'm basically, I guess, the programmer of the uh, band. So okay. all the synthy glitchy sounds and all those kind of weird <laughs> computery sounds, they all come from me. Yeah. <laughs> adds, adds depth to the sound. It, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, then we've got um, Fonzie. He, what does Fonzie do? Uh, so Fonzie is the lead singer and uh, the guitarist as well, and he's also um, the lyrical genius of the uh, of the songwriting process, for sure. Uh, yeah, um, he, he can just write really, really nice lyrics in, um, in a flash. It takes me quite a while, so we kind of leave that um, side to him. <laughs> nice. And then uh, there was some big news on yesterday, which uh, for those that are listening later on, the, the 1st of October, about Ellie. So tell us what happened there, what's going on? Yes, it was a shame. Um, I think uh, just with the progression of the tour and uh, lots and lots of things happening all at once, I think it was just um, a little bit too much, sadly, uh, for Ellie, because she is a very, very busy lady. Um, she's in some other bands as well. And I think, sadly, it was all just a bit too much. Um, so, sadly, um, Ellie has departed now, and I do wish her all the best of luck. She's a fantastic drummer, and it is really sad to lose her. But um, I know that she's whatever she chooses to do, she's going to get really far with it. So yeah, we have you. our best wishes for her. It's good that it's uh, like split on, on good ways. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We um, There's nothing worse, really, when um, you're not breaking up or uh, departing on non-mutual terms and that kind of situation can always get really awkward and ugly so I'm really really thankful that it's very mutual across all the board yeah but so um, I see you're having session drummers in for when when needed yeah absolutely absolutely um Fonzie and I are really looking out towards the future at the moment because we've um throughout this whole project we've just grasped loads of different types of sound and kind of genres we should be we don't really know um we do kind of struggle like to classify what our music is as a genre it's yeah, always a bit that's, tricky that's always the thing is that where do you actually put yourself where, where yeah if you could put yourselves into a genre what would you think would be the closest fit i'd say probably um because we were we did classify ourselves as synth wave uh we did uh, really go towards the 80s kind of uh jingly synths and really pretty prettiness of it I guess but we've gone a little bit harder and harsher now with the overall sound it's a lot more in your face so yeah. I guess we would more class ourselves as synth rock now if, if that's the thing I'm yeah. not sure yeah we go for that <laughs> we go for that because I mean uh, so I interview all kinds of bands but mm. more and more and more of the bands are the ones that I play their songs on the rock out so of course they actually fitted in quite well so synth rock that goes well yeah we go with that yeah sure i can go with that <laughs> yeah yeah you have to change the facebook thing now to say <laughs> genre thing. yeah yeah i know i know i have to just constantly keep updating <laughs> our facebook like no, we're not this anymore yeah. we have decided to i think on, on your facebook page i think it says alt slash synth wave so yeah yes absolutely yeah. um we always i mean the alternative kind of label does 
keep it nice and open, thankfully. Yeah, so, um, I mean, alternative to anything. Yeah, yeah. And you could put alternative to anything, and it sounds good. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Alternative folk. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, perhaps you know. definitely not folk, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how long ago was the band actually formed? How did it uh, so this project is nearly about three years old now, actually. Um, we have been, uh, Adam and I have been in bands before. Uh, the one that we did, we were in before uh, we started this project, we used to be in a ska band. So mm. that was uh, extremely, extremely different from uh, what we do now, obviously. Um, back then I played the saxophone, Adam was on lead guitar and vocals, and uh, we'd always like in the background been writing this kind of music before not in the scar band but just kind of on the side and then the reason we started this is because we just really wanted to give it a go uh back then it was a very long time ago we weren't really too sure how to approach it and how to kind of pull it off with live shows but um we just decided to really give it a go um adam and i have been friends for or from the sorry uh, we've been friends uh, for over 10 years now and we've just constantly been uh, writing music and having fun with it. I mean, it's, it, this project, I guess, is definitely really personal um, to us and really close to our hearts. So um, it's really nice to finally um, dig it out the grave and make it alive. So yeah, I'm very happy. I mean, who actually influenced you to start making music of your own? Who would you say would be your biggest influence? My biggest influence is music. Um, when we first started the project, uh, we were really heavily influenced by uh, David Bowie and um, especially, um, it was actually the film The Labyrinth. It's our favourite. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's our favourite uh, childhood film together. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just really, yeah, we just loved that kind of 80s fantasy, twinkly noises and just the vibe and the really jingly guitars and we just wanted to really kind of um, portray that in our sound when we first started so I'd say that is a very heavy influence and even with the new sound it's still kind of in the background so. yeah, um, I, can, yeah so. I, can, I can see that now or hear it but yeah definitely <laughs> people of my own heart I love that film it's brilliant <laughs> Oh, great. Where's been your favourite place to play so far and perform and put on your elaborate show? Um, my favourite place? We did our EP launch um, about a year ago. Uh, we did a uh, mini tour with Kate Loma, which we organised. Okay. Uh, so we just played um, in each other's hometown shows, and we played. Um, we did play the Fleece in Bristol for mm. our one, um, and it was really nice because we because the stage was really nice and big, and the Fleece obviously has that really cool background history of who's played there. Oh, so it's yeah. always quite. Um, Adam doesn't really get stage fright at all, but I do sometimes. So <laughs> it can be quite daunting to like go on a stage where lots of other like really cool people have shared it. But um, again, like uh, we like like the bigger spacier venues when we can, just because we put a lot of uh, effort into our lighting and yeah. the way it visually looks as well. So I'd say the fleece is definitely um, a core favourite of ours. Um, just trying to think where else we played. Uh, we did play the Stag and Hounds as well. Um, that was in Bristol when we first started, and that was uh, sharing the gig with um, a duo called Avic Sun. Oh, right. And that really kind of inspired our tour journey. 
um, about where we wanted to play and what we wanted to do. Um, they're a fantastic duo, and um, it was really inspirational to play with them. And I think that was only our second or third show that we ever performed live as well. So it was really, um, we, we felt really lucky uh, to play with them, and it was a great kickoff for the future things that we did. Nice. Now, um, a friend of mine, Johnny, wanted to know where is your dream venue? So where would you really want to play? Our dream venue. Yeah. Uh, well, I've always um kind of whenever we uh before we go away and play shows and stuff, we always like look at our favourite artists playing like really big stages and things like that. Uh one of my one festival I really, really want to still go to is Coachella. Uh <laughs> just because it um the lineup's always really amazing and um just the visuals and everything that happens there looks insane so i guess um a bit of a dream boat would be to play something like Coachella, um yeah. or something relevant that would be uh very nice would be awesome. <laughs> maybe one day <laughs> uh next one comes in from sarah uh she wanted to know mm. what merchandise have you got out at the moment well um so uh we have designed uh, our own t-shirts and um we designed the EP covers as well. So at the moment, for the physical things, uh, we've got um, a really, well, I guess it's blowing my trumpet to say it's really cool. <laughs> but we have uh, T-shirts and um, EPs at the moment, uh, which are available for um, physical release copies. So those are the things that we're focusing on at the moment. We are um, in the process of making a couple of bit smaller merchandise things like stickers and... Uh, Maybe some wristbands, but um, that's all kind of in production at the moment. Musical insights. So let's talk about this new EP then that's coming out, uh, Gargantua. Yes. So uh, I mean, where did you record that? How long did it actually take? Uh, so we do the synthesis and all of kind of the electronic things at home. Uh, we do that all uh, kind of just like on the computer and we plug it in and then we play around and we kind of put uh, the base things and the elements on the computer and then we actually recorded uh, the drums and the guitar and the vocals in Swindon mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was really, really good fun. The whole thing took about just under a week to record. Mm-hmm. The first few days were of uh, Ellie doing the drums Mm-hmm. And then uh, we put in the guitar, we put in the synths, and then we put in the vocals, and it all seemed to like kind of come and go really fast. Um, then finally, um, it all um, it all just kind of happened like a week later. We got it back, and uh, oh, it was done. <laughs> oh, nice. How many tracks are on that new EP? So there's four tracks on the CPS. Yeah, I think the um, the one question that a few people have asked me to ask you about is. What is that artwork all about? What's the story behind <laughs> it? Well, um, it's funny actually because uh, we just, as a, because I'm a designer, so um, I guess with Gargantua, um, it kind of has a real mythology kind of um, description behind it. So I wanted to, and I'm quite um, a nerd, so I'm very into like my Stranger Things kind of artwork <laughs> and yeah. uh, approaches. Um, but basically it's kind of, it kind of resembles, uh, tainted innocence in a way. Uh, so, um, we managed to find some really good, uh, materials, uh, really dramatic. So we kind of 
found this um, found this empty stairwell, which uh, we edited to make kind of really ruined and grotesque um, in a way. Um, so <sighs> such a weird mix of emotions going on in one image. Um, so the the girl that we put in there was kind of to resemble innocence and her walking towards the gargantua lights and then the surroundings were kind of painted violence almost in a way. Um, we just really wanted something a bit odd and really head turning to show because um, the sound is so brand new uh, in the CP in comparison to the previous ones. We just really wanted to make sure the visual aspects were just as kind of wow um, as the sound was unexpected i guess oh yeah definitely uh, I, I love it i love what you've done there and it's yeah it does it's just the way you're describing it actually just yeah it draws mm. you in even the way you're describing it draws you into it and you you want to know what's all about it so hopefully people will see that and go yes i want to know what that is and then they listen to it <laughs> and they buy it and and you'll you know, you'll be you have plenty of money to then go on and make another ep or an album the plan is to yeah. make an album at some point <laughs> Uh, we will at the moment, yeah. Uh, we will at some time, sorry. Mm. Um, at the moment, we because we've been quite experimental with our approaches and kind of just putting our foothold foothold in what we can do and what we can't do. Mm. Uh, we do like to do the EP approaches because that way we can almost test out what we're doing. Okay. Um, perhaps an, an album will be in the works sometime. I think um, we're definitely going to do probably at least one more EP first. Yeah. just to kind of really solidify what we have done throughout this entire project. And um, we just really kind of want small showcases to show people mm. about what we can do. Um, so probably after the next EP, we would be looking at um, a lengthy album because mm -hmm. uh, we'll be a little bit more um, confirmed and comfortable in what we're doing, I guess. So, um, yeah, for now, just EPs. Uh, but we'll be doing the album uh, very uh, shortly after, I assume. Yeah, yeah, all sounds good, all sounds good. So um, with the, the sad news about Ellie going on, you've cancelled the tour you're doing at the minute, but what gigs have mm. you actually got coming up? Which big shows? Because I know you've uh, you mentioned about getting a uh, session drummer in for the so big shows that you've got coming up. Have you got any that you can tell us about? Uh, we've actually uh, taken quite the leap and we've had to cancel, sadly, um, all the remaining shows on the tour, mm. um, which is, um, it was quite a bummer because um, I was kind of looking forward to like kind of exploring rounds and playing at all these different sites and um, just having fun, really. Uh, but that being said, uh, with the tour cancelled, um, it gives Adam and I some time to really focus on the next music writing. And we there's so much more visual content that we want to create as well. Um, so it really um, gives us more time to do that and kind of, uh, we really want to do some more music video-based content and um, just a lot more promotional value things uh, to really push out there. So we are planning to mainly focus on that. Um, and then knock our heads together to kind of decide, right, what are we writing next? Uh, we've already got song ideas and stuff, and we're really excited on uh, starting to produce those. So that will be our main focus, really, now that this is sadly gone. Um, we will hopefully play one or two shows once uh, the new uh, material that we write and once the visual stuff is done is a bit more established. 
Uh, but for now, we're going to um, not necessarily take a hiatus from gigging, but we're going to more focus on uh, the material than the live. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. So when does this new EP uh, become available? So it is the 2nd of November, I think. <laughs> so if I get that wrong. Uh, but yes, it should be uh, the 2nd of November. Right? Yeah, so that's brilliant. All available. So you say there's going to be some physical copies of that? Yeah, so there'll be physical copies available also, okay. uh, which you'll be able to get uh, from our Facebook page. And then um, the digital copies will be available on all the typical uh, streaming platforms, so Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and all the other ones that um, yeah. I've never heard. Mentioning <laughs> Facebook there, uh, what social media mm. have you got that people can find you on? So we are on Facebook. Uh, we do have a uh, Instagram as well. So we use Facebook and Instagram as our core mm. social medias. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel as well, which has some cool visual content on it. Um, which we will be developing um, throughout the rest of this year. Uh, but the, yeah, the main ones really are uh, Facebook and Instagram. Cool. Nice one. So, uh, all that's left to do then is for you to introduce the song that I've got from that EP. It's uh, A Gang Called Wonder. So, what is that song all about? A Gang Called Wonder is. <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> um, it's definitely, I think it's definitely our joint favourite of the EP. It's uh, based, it's kind of um, a real weird mix between prettiness and then in your face, crazy glitchy synth. Um, it's really, sometimes it can be really hard to kind of define a song in them. Um, yeah, I, I, I seem to catch out a lot of bands with it. <laughs> yeah. And they go, oh, um, no, just play it. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, it's, it's a really nice mix, uh, for me personally anyway, it's a really nice mix between um, really immersive uh, kind of jingly guitars and really nice speaking and um, immersive singing. And then it's got this really weird sudden screaming to it and a sudden real violent kind of sounds which just suddenly come out of nowhere and um, that's definitely like one of the more experimental tracks that we've done on this EP where we just wanted to kind of put a bit of everything in there like loads of like really nice joyful approaches and then real anger suddenly like bursting out of its seams so yeah. that's yeah I guess um I guess that's what I see mostly in that track yeah, I, I love this one. It's absolutely brilliant. So, uh, so if I can get you to introduce it and say thank you very much for, for chatting to us today and uh, all good luck with um, the rest of the stuff that you'll be doing for the rest of the year. Well, thank you very much. Um, so um, I am Zach from Siblings of This. You're listening to The Rock Out. And this track is a gang called Wonder.
Musical Insights. <laughs>